Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Games List. This is episode 3. My name is Joseph Yaden and as always I'm joined by Chris Penwell. Hi y'all! <laughs> and Josh Nichols. Hey. I love that you're, you know, you've got your your beautiful non-American accent and you and then you do your you, your impression of like a, you know, whatever, like a Texan accent. It's so great. Do you want to do that for everybody or do you want to do you want <laughs> No. Okay. I know. <laughs> it's like the Wild West. I like to be in the Wild West. And the piece <laughs> You should have been up for best voice actor instead of what's his face? Arthur Morgan. I'm Arthur Morgan. Yeah, so today we have an exciting show. We're gonna <laughs> We're a little bit we, we just you know, we're we're still in the holiday spirit, everybody here, and we just came off the game awards, so we're all in a very interesting mood, I I would say, right? So, I'd say so, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the year is winding down and we're all, you know, just taking in the, the last minute announcements and stuff, so we're all pretty excited today. Um, so today we're going to cover some news. We've got uh, a lot of interesting stuff from the Game Awards. The bulk of the news today is going to be Game Awards stuff. Um, and for the uninitiated, that's sort of, eh. I almost said like the Oscars for video games, but that's really not... I don't know. We're better than the Oscars. Yeah, we're better. Yeah, fuck the Oscars, as a <laughs> man once said, right? <laughs> man, that was bold for Jeff to have him, like... Can you believe they brought him back on? And he was getting awkward again, right? And yeah. Jeff was like, all right, why did I do this? I'm regretting this already. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be talking about most of the you know most of the big announcements from the Game Awards. And then today, since it's nearing the end of the year, we're going to start uh, delving into our most anticipated games of 2019. And, man, it just seems like each year is just stacked. Like, uh, I was listening to uh, Colin Moriarty's podcast, uh, Sacred Symbols, and he was talking yeah. about if they just didn't release one game for 2019, that would be totally fine. So you could catch up, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just hold a few back. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then at, at the end, of course, as always, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. So, uh, would you guys like to get into the news? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes, sir. So, just do, please, just do the whole podcast in the Texan accent. I'm please. Chris, the Canadian cowboy. Please, please do that. All right. Chris, if you're ever looking for a new Twitter handle or PSN ID or, you know, gamer tag or whatever, you could be Chris, the Canadian cowboy. God. Um, so, uh, before the Game Awards aired and before all that started uh, unraveling, um, there was an interesting story about the Epic Store being revealed, which um, I guess is sort of like, you know, something like the Steam store to, to sort of rival that. And uh, actually, my boy from Twinfinite here, Giuseppe Nelva, um, I love that spicy Italian name, by the way, um, <laughs> uh, he, he posted an interesting story about this. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but um, let me just read a little bit here. Quote, uh, today, Epic Games, known for Fortnite and its massively popular Unreal Engine, made a surprise announcement that could have far-reaching consequences uh, within the gaming industry, the Epic Games Store. The digital store is a digital distribution platform similar to Steam, which will launch soon, quote, uh, with a, quote, hand-curated set uh, of PC games and Mac games. Uh, then it will open live up to more broadly... Get, you know, Hold on, let me, let me read it again. Open up more broadly to other games and to the Android and other open platforms through 2019, end quote. So, yeah, this is fascinating. And what's interesting is, you know, we've already seen games here and there sort of, like, say that they're going to be releasing on the platform 
and that kind of thing. Um, and Josh, you were talking about something earlier that was kind of interesting that how people were getting upset about that. What, what have you been hearing about that? I, I've got a lot of like friends that either play primarily on PC or, you know, play equally on PC. And a lot of them were like, oh, they shouldn't do that. Steam's life and Steam is best. And I just, I don't get it. Because look, Steam was a little guy at first too. If you remember back when Half-Life 2 came out, you had to install Steam to play Half-Life 2. You had to. That was the only God. way to buy Half-Life 2 and play it. So I'm just saying, like, you know, Steve, Valve was in the same boat, you know, back when Half-Life 2 came out, and look where we're at now. So, I mean, if anything, Steam's going to grow, and it, it'll it either stay the same or it'll improve, and there's a second store you can buy games from. And also, one big thing I'm not seeing people focus on, they're giving away a free game every single, every two weeks. Nice. Oh, interesting. It's out. I missed yeah, that. The first, yeah, the first month, we're getting Super Meat Boy, and we're getting uh, Subnautica. Awesome. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, we're talking... A free game every two weeks uh, on Epic Game Store. Just for being so, on the platform. Yep. Wow. That's really cool. So, I don't know. My only ma- my, my only major problem with it, and I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about this part. If you want to complain about Epic Store, um, complain about the name with me. They should call it Epic Store, but it's called Epic Game Store. I don't, uh, I don't know why. I just call it the Epic Store. But yeah. my, only a- my actual complaint is it feels <laughs> like it's mostly favoring uh, games that are bigger. Um yeah. As far as the, re- the revenue split goes, I-, I think, if anything, we should be favoring, like, you know, the smaller games for the revenue, like, that aren't going to make as many, you know, sales. But you, I don't You're know. talking about I'm Steam, about right? What's that? What's that? Like, Steam has been taking, like, has been offering a bigger cut for bigger developers, um, but the independents have been getting like the same kind of like right the share. people that need a little bit of uh, assistance and should make in my opinion more money because they're making less money in the long run are the indie devs but you know yeah. whatever um the curation's big okay there is mm-hmm. everything's on steam and man there's sometimes i load up steam and there's just the stupidest looking games right next to some great games yeah mm-hmm. that's something and, i think is is actually kind of to its detriment like you could shit a game out of your ass and and get it posted on Steam, and, like, there's no filtration process at all, right? So, like, every week it's just flooded with all these, like, garbage shovelware games. And I'm not saying all of them are bad, but, like, a lot of them really are. And if you're and, wanting and to find something Nintendo's got the same problem, too, just so people yeah. think I'm fanboying. I love Nintendo, but that's happening with the Switch store, too. Yeah, it's, it uh, maybe on a smaller game. scale, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, I mean, how do you feel about this Epic Game Store? Is it something you're into? I think it's a very positive thing for the uh, community. Um, and the industry itself, I, I am. I think Steam has been really bad with the PC audience recently, with its um, uh, just uh, laziness of like not looking over these games and making sure they're working perfectly, making sure they're working well, even if they're bad games, right? They should still run mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, have exactly. some sort of decent quality to them, rather than having copied assets. Um, in in these games, and I think like Steam used to be prestigious, right? Like mm-hmm. like an in, if an indie game got on Steam, that meant like you're gonna do well, and it's it's a sign of quality. But now it's gone right through the mud, and I think Epic Games is an excellent thing. To, like this Epic Game Store is excellent for us um, because it's gonna be a curated list of games from a developer you know who cares about the community, right? Um, yeah. Exactly, and I think they have a really good opportunity to, to start off strong, and yeah. uh, like Josh was saying, you know, doing the free games kind of thing, like that's just that's, that's a just pretty awesome. good first month. Yeah, yeah. Super Meat Boy and Subnautica. I mean, that's right, yeah. pretty so, cool, and they're just, I mean they're free. That's really cool. Yeah. 
So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm really curious to see what that library is going to look like in a year from now, or even if they're still around, or if it's still, you know, all the changes that could have gone through. So yeah, I hope it uh, competes with Steam and makes them both better. We, that's and hey, one thing we can all agree on is no matter what, it will it will be better than Origin. Um, So, at the Game Awards, one of the big announcements um, was from Obsidian, which was recently acquired by Microsoft, which is huge, right? And they revealed their next game, um, which is The Outer Worlds, which looks kind of like a mix between Fallout and something. I don't know, Fallout, but better? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And this is one that I know you guys are excited about, right? I know you guys were talking about this earlier. I've not really gotten too big into obsidian's game i mean i liked um um stick of truth of course and i played some of the fallout games and whatnot but yeah this one it i was just like wow when i saw the the trailer um so i've got a just a quick post here by aiden simmons uh, a buddy of mine he is on the playstation lifestyle site um at the game awards 2018 obsidian announced its new its game in partnership with take two's private division the outer worlds the announcement came after more and more teases came out of the developer's most recent venture it is a first person rpg set in the far reaches of outer space so i mean what do you guys make of this chris did you did you you know go nuts when you saw this because i i was pretty impressed with it um, I'm I'm really impressed. I I love the mood of this game. It just it just feels like it's fun. Um, I like that Obsidian's making this game is going to be more story focused within its dialogue, which I'm excited about. Um, right. It just it just seems like it's more there's more levity and it's from the original creators of Fallout. So I'm just I'm just yeah, excited and, to see more of this game. And without that Bethesda jank. Right. Yeah. Right. That's something that I think everybody <laughs> is on, especially with the whole Fallout seventy six disaster right now. Right. Like they just mm-hmm. can't catch a break. Um, so yeah, yeah. I I'm pretty excited about this, and I I just I know that Obsidian is full of really talented people, and you know, shout out to Jason Schreier and his book Blood, Sweat, and Pixels for that. Um, you know, I just and you know the whole. What was it? The whole like bonus thing that they didn't get because of Fallout New Vegas. I just they had to have an eighty-eight yeah, yeah. percent Metacritic and or they, something. And what, they, it was like just below that, right? Time. Yeah, like, they missed oh. it by a couple points. So yeah. Um, and what about you, Josh? Did you or is this something you're looking forward to? So before we start recording, I was telling you guys I'm not buying any RPGs for a while because I've got too many in my backlog. I'm right. buying this day one. I yeah. love I love Obsidian. They're great. Um, this isn't a Microsoft exclusive because they were working on it before. Yeah, this is already being worked on, exactly. But I think that Microsoft's funding is probably going to be behind it, and I think that's great. Um, my, I love Obsidian's games. Uh, KOTOR 2 and uh, New Vegas are some of my favorite RPGs. And for me, the two biggest problems with Obsidian are deadlines that get shifted around for no reason, other than getting them out faster from publishers, and uh, funding. So I think that them... Being safe under Microsoft's umbrella, I think it's going to help a lot. And I think this might come up when, from a, list, a listener may be thinking of, um, oh, I forgot what it's called. Their game they were working on with Microsoft years ago. So I just oh. want to address that. I don't want to address that elephant because I think it's in the room yeah, hiding yeah. in the corner. Um, <laughs> I think that we're under good leadership of Phil Spencer, though. I think uh, Phil Spencer being focused on PC and Xbox. I mean, look at Cuphead. Cuphead wouldn't have gotten that much development time under any other publisher other than PlayStation Nintendo, maybe. But I'm saying no... No uh, third-party publisher, I think, would have given that much development time to Cuphead. So I think that they're going to do well, and I'm excited. 
Right. It looks great. Yeah. I'm and, getting Mass Effect vibes. I'm getting New Vegas vibes. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm there for it. I'm excited. And just like that high production value. So that's something yeah, yeah. that... I didn't mean to ramble so much, but yeah, I'm very excited. It looks great. No, no, yeah, you're good. Um, And that'll be out, uh, as of right now, it's saying 2019. We'll see what happens with that. I could see it getting pushed back, but I am okay with that. No one ever let Obsidian delay anything. It was the opposite. They'd always push it forward six months. Yeah. So you know what? If they want to release that in 2021, that's fine. It's going to be great when it comes out, though. Yeah. We're not the ones sending a card this time. In fact, we've been invited. Invited to steal the greatest treasure of all. What? Smash Bros, is this for real? We'll be going up against the best of the best. Can't wait to see our fearless leader show his stuff. So this is one Chris and I were gonna. Oh my fanboy. god! Okay, so at the Game Awards, I, oh man, I don't even. I I lost my mind at this. All right, so Persona Five is coming to Smash, and I was at work when this announcement happened. I was watching the Game Awards at work, and we were dead quiet because it's the night shift and there's nobody there, and we don't really do anything. <laughs> and I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs, Persona in Smash! Holy fuck! Ah! And everybody's like, "What does that all mean? And why are you yelling?" <laughs> So, oh man. Okay, all right. So, so Chris, Chris, you and I have been playing Smash right now, and we're and we're, we're loving it, right? How oh, excited yeah. are you about Joker coming to Smash? I am incredibly excited. Um, I, I I said before, like a day before, like uh, this newcomer lineup is meh. Like I'm not excited for it at all. And then right. this came out. <laughs> I was like, I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> I was jumping up and down. I was screaming, Persona and Smash. Oh my God, what the hell? How did, oh! they, How yeah. did they do that? And that reveal, I thought it was going to be Persona 5 yeah, on the Switch or something. Yeah. I thought it'd be like really underwhelming. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then Maybe the envelope came enough. and it said, an invite? Huh, what invite? Huh. Yeah. And then yeah. he flipped around and smashed like it. I was like, oh my God. God, what? Right. Yep. And so, um, and so that'll be part of the uh, yeah. fighter pack, I think is what it's called, or, or something. You know, the DLC basics. He's a yeah. DLC character, and you can get that for twenty five bucks. And I don't know that there's a release date on it. I've got my document no, here. Not no, yet. I'm not showing a release date, but Piranha Plant is... comes out in February. Yeah. And then yeah. I don't know. I don't know when this will come out. I'm guessing April because that's the anniversary of Persona Five. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the two year um, anniversary. Yes, and, and a lot of people have been talking about you know maybe Persona Five is coming to Smash. I don't know that that's possible. I always thought Persona Five was a was a PlayStation exclusive or whatever mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they have like a workaround for that. I would love. Oh, it. you meant you meant coming to Switch? Yeah. Was, what did I say? Yeah. Oh, you said Smash. Oh, Smash. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you're good. I coming, was just good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Coming to Switch. Yeah, I would love that because you know that game is like. There's so much to do with it, right? Like, it would be better on, I think, on handheld. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I just wanted to quickly acknowledge that Smash is getting a little bit more colorful and is, I mean, as if we needed better music. Uh, oh right? my god. Like, and, the, <laughs> and the stage as well, man. A yeah. oh, stage. And really fast, too, I want to add. <laughs> I think this is kind of indicative of, like, what we're probably going to see for DLC. I think the DLC uh, will probably consist of uh, quote unquote outsiders. Oh, I hope so. Just like, I could see us getting, like, banjo kazooie and stuff like that in there you know right yeah so yeah it's a possibility you know I, not not guaranteed but i'm very much looking forward to that 
Um, so yeah, next story here, and this is one that we all kind of knew about going into the Game Awards, but that's okay. Uh, Crash Team Racing is back, arguably better than Mario Kart. Um, and Josh, I know this is one that you're definitely passionate about. So, you know, what, how do you feel about this? Is this something you're, oh man, you're I'm so excited when, when that was leaked. For? Yeah. Yeah. When that was leaked, I was just like waiting for that to announcement to happen. Cause right. it was like all but confirmed. So I was just waiting for it to happen throughout the whole award show. So when, when he came out on stage and told Jeff to go ahead and spin on the box, I was like, yes, this is great. Um, I'm a huge Mario Kart fan, like I am, but I will say that I think Crash Team Racing, other than the graphics, which I think aged pretty well, but I'm just saying they don't look modern, but like other than that, the gameplay from Crash Team Racing still holds up. Um, Don't believe me, go throw $10 on your PS3, download the original, it's great, still holds up. Uh, This one's going to have online, uh, it's going to have some new stages from what I remember reading, and it's going to have, of course, it's a complete remake, It it looks beautiful, I'm so excited. I think $40 is a good price point. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, we saw how successful that was with the, you know, Insane Trilogy and the Reignited Trilogy. Yeah, I think it's a good price price point. point. And even back um, with uh, uh, Ratchet & Clank for 40 bucks, like, Mm -hmm. that's such a sweet price point, yeah. And I'm probably going to be one of the people that buys this on at least Xbox and PlayStation, maybe even Switch, (laughs) because... I always have to buy my Crash stuff on PlayStation because, you know, yeah, it's yeah. PlayStation. But, like, I really want to play this with uh, friends on both systems since we aren't allowed to have crossplay yet. Right. Um, you know, that's an so interesting I'll, point you bring up, though. I don't know that this is coming to other systems. Right now, I've got this post pulled up here, and this is from the6axis.com. And it just says PlayStation 4, and everything I've seen has just said PlayStation 4. So I'm, I don't know. I don't know that this uh, is... I, when I go to their website, I do see uh, that you can pre-order it on... Um, like when I when I look it up, I see uh, a box art and stuff on GameStop and Target. Okay, well maybe it's maybe it's coming. So I what hope I'm it comes thinking, to I'm think yeah, I just went to GameStop's website. I can pre-order it for Xbox. So what I'm thinking is that Sony's probably you like you know like they do with some games. Like you'll see the logo for like Call of Duty for you know um, PlayStation and uh, Ubisoft with Xbox. I think it's probably just like PlayStation's probably paid extra so that they're primarily mentioned. Right. Yep, exactly. So we'll see what happens um, with that. But yeah, I'm very excited. I'm buying that day one, and I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy it. I mean, if it controls even just as well and feels just as well as it did on uh, uh, the PlayStation 1, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch on June okay, 21st, awesome. 2019. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for, for covering that there, because I, I, I must have I must have missed that, and it got lost in the shuffle. And that information oh, comes I'm from uh, I'm, I'm so excited. my Nintendo news. So okay, fantastic. Um, all right, last couple bits of news here. Um, so this is another one that we kind of knew about going into the Game Awards. New Far Cry spinoff um, titled New Dawn is coming out. Um, it looks like in 2019, which is actually February 15th, which is pretty early. Um, February is already a stacked month here. Um, did you guys see this uh, this announcement? It's yeah, really yeah. weird, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, And one thing that was interesting, too, is like, if you look at all the covers of the Fallout games, uh, or not Fallout, geez, Far Cry, Far Cry games, um, there's uh, the villain on the front of it, right? And this one, he's like, I guess there's a villain in the back, but he's like tied up or something. I don't know. So people were commenting on like, oh, is this one like going to be that different and that weird? Um, so essentially, it's going to be sort of, you know, this post-apocalyptic spin on it. Um, some people have been saying Fallout, but good, I guess, right? Like, just, you know, kind of shitting on Fallout 76, but... I feel yeah, bad I for know. the developers, man. Yeah, suck. yeah, I do too. Um, but yeah, is this one that you guys are going to be picking up? Uh, Chris, is this... Are you interested in this at all? 
I'm, I'm vaguely interested. I played a little Far Cry um, 5 and I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I didn't finish it. I think I only played like three or four hours. Yeah. But uh, I might pick this one up. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this one is taking place in the same, uh, on the same map as Far Cry 5, but it's spoilers. There, I don't want to actually spoil the, the, but basically the ending, something happens and it, it the map has changed because of it. That's this all this picks up at the end of the last game. Yeah. 17 yeah. years after. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want to spoil what it is because uh, I usually like to go by the year rule, and it, and Far Cry Five has not been out for a year yet, so I don't yeah. want anybody. I'm a bit bummed out that I know about it now. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They they totally yeah. spoiled it at the Game Awards. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. So this takes place on the same map as Far Cry Five, and uh, it seems like it's going to be pretty interesting. And I guess if anybody has the itch for a survival post-apocalyptic kind of game, um, there's a lot of games that are gonna you know quench that thirst or scratch that itch we've got uh rage coming out and then i i guess sort of the division is kind of like that as well and then now um you know far good Cry price too it's only 40 bucks yeah oh, like that's sweet yeah that's that's really great i saw that too yeah that's fantastic um josh will you be picking this one up what do you think um i haven't played five yet like not not because i don't like it like it looks great i just you know there's too many games um so i won't get it at launch but i think i'll get it at some point what i'm hoping for um, Ubisoft's games tend to be very uh, fluffy, and I'm hoping this is kind of toned down in right. terms of uh, length. I hope it's a little tighter. Yeah. Um, and I, I can see that being a possibility because I'm getting vibes from like uh, Uncharted: Lost Legacy from this. Yeah. And Uncharted 4, incredible game, incredible. I love it. But um, Lost Legacy kind of like took the best, absolute best things from uh, Uncharted 4, and then just like got rid of everything else. So I'm hoping it's kind of the same kind of thing with that. I also yeah. love these short spin-offs because they're easy to complete yes, usually. And they're, fun. they're faster to complete and you get that that um gameplay kind of hook from the previous game that is longer. Um, right. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I I'm hope it's got a too. bunch of collectibles but just one that you can do in 10 hours instead of 30 or 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and so that, again that'll be February 15th when that one releases, so please look forward to that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so final news story here, and then we're going to take a quick break, is, um, so, you know, this year's been kind of crazy with the Telltale Walking Dead thing, and, you know, people were wondering, you know, is it going to come out, is it going to be finished? So, episode three of the final season will be coming out January 15th, 2019. Um, and so I've got a uh, um, story here just from Vicky Blake on Eurogamer. And we'll just quickly breeze through this here. Um, the walking uh, quote: The Walking Dead creator uh, Robert Kirkman's company Skybound Games has confirmed that the next installment of Telltale's Walking Dead, the final season, will release on all platforms on fifteenth uh, of January, twenty nineteen. Skybound picked up the rights to complete the Walking Dead, the final season, after Telltale Games laid off the majority of its staff. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of September. The, despite assertions that it was retaining a skeleton to keep some product some of the production going, they were too. Uh, they too were reportedly laid off just a few days later. End quote. So yeah, I mean, what do you guys make of this, Chris? Um, it is it's great that these developers are getting a second chance um, to finish their story, to finish the story they've written. Um, right. But yeah, it's... I I haven't played the previous season from this, so I can't really add much to the discussion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, but just looking at it from like a you know. Uh, artistic point of view right like it must be obviously horrible to lose your job and not get severance and all that but i mean you had this thing that you were making right and you were yeah. probably really proud of and that you worked hard on i'm sure and 
then for it to just not come out, plus not get paid, plus not get yeah. severance. It's plus definitely get a happy off. ending to a really sad story. So I'm yeah. happy that it's gone the way it has. Right. After the bad thing happened with the layoffs and everything. Yeah, and I will note that it's not all of the the member, you know, all the members from Telltale being added on this project. I don't know how they select it's about thirty or forty people. I remember I think, Kirkman yeah. said he wanted everybody to be involved. That could be. I'm assuming some people were like, "Oh, I hate to decline, but I've already, you know, I'm already had another job." And if that's, that's the case, I, I that's great. I hope they all do have jobs, right? But like, yeah, anybody who I guess didn't have a job yet, uh, hopefully, you know, they they were associated with the with the finalization of this because yeah that's just really sad to see that all those people you know lost their jobs and stuff but hopefully it seems like most of them are on their feet and the ones who were not were involved with this uh skybound yeah. game thing so yeah um so yeah look forward to that when it comes out january 15th that'll be the third episode so i guess there are two more episodes that will presumably come out later in the year yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break right now, and then when we come back, we will be talking about our most anticipated games of 2019. So please look forward to that. All right, and we are back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us here. Um, so we're going to go through our most anticipated games of 2019, and oh, man, there are a lot. And, you know, it's not even 2019, and there's already a lot we know of, and I feel like that's just going to keep growing and growing as time goes on. Um, so we each have three games that we're looking forward to, and we're going to just talk a little bit about those and, you know, what we hope to see, what we're excited about, that kind of thing. Um, Chris, let's take it your way first. There's a little... There's a oh, little game okay. that you're mildly excited <laughs> for, vaguely interested in. You have some semblance of interest for this. Um, tell us about your first game you're excited for for 2019. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very obvious if you uh, look on my Twitter <laughs> or listen to um, previous podcasts, but Kingdom Hearts 3 is my most anticipated game. It. I'd say ever, ever made. Like <laughs> It's my most anticipated game ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been... It's, 12 years, 13 years in the making. We have had portable entries, but this is the main, major installment. And I'm excited to see the end of the Dark Seeker uh, saga. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> it's going to be the end of a, end of a chapter. So, for sure. I don't... I can't... I've never really gotten into Kingdom Hearts, but one thing I am excited for is I'm just excited for you. Like, I'm excited... Like, yeah. I can just tell. Like, everybody's face lights up when they see anything Kingdom Hearts related, you know? And I'm just yeah. I'm just happy for you. Like I, I, I I'm excited for you guys to play it. I hope it reviews well. I hope everybody loves it. Uh, yeah, it's it, and especially with waiting so long, you know, I just I bet it's gonna gonna be pretty mm-hmm. interesting when you finally get your hands on it. Tears will be shed. It's it. Tears will be shed for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I finally have that game in my hands or da- downloaded on my PS4, I'm, I'm, there's going to be tears oh, I for hope sure. So. <laughs> um, the, the opening just came out today um, as we're recording this, but I'm I'm ignoring everything oh, now. You're going like, into just it blind. To avoid the, okay, the, I'm going as into blind as you can. yeah media yeah, blackout. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, cool, uh, Josh. What about you? What is a game that you're looking forward to in 2019? Uh, my most anticipated is definitely The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I'm really excited for that. The, the first one, as you guys uh, remember from when we did our uh, favorite games, that's definitely my favorite game of all time. So 
I imagine that even if the second one's half as good as the first one, it's going to be amazing, which yeah. I'm sure will be you well, know, much, much better than that. Well, but yeah, I'm excited. So, like, it's Naughty Dog, right? So it's probably going to be excellent. But, man, I'm just thinking about, like, it has a lot to live up to, right? Like, the like the first Last of Us yeah. was, like, arguably the best game of last generation. And it has to be at least that good, right? And I just... Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think, I think they, they can, it. too. I just... I hope they do, right? Like, it's just... I don't know how, like, if it were up to me, I don't know how I would make yeah. it better, right? Like, I still remember when the trailer dropped, the announcement, I remember seeing developers, I, I, I wish I could remember who it was, I'll try to find it, but I remember one uh, developer, I forgot what developer they were with, but one developer was saying that when Naughty Dog releases a trailer announcing something and showcasing something, developers pay attention and try to figure out how they did mm-hmm. things that they did. You know, Naughty Dog is, like, cutting-edge technology, they always are, so, um... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. Um, I think it's gonna be fantastic. I. I just can't wait to play it. Yeah, I know we don't have a good. release date for that one yet, but it will probably be summer of next year, or maybe fall, some kind of something in there. I wouldn't be surprised if it came out. When did the first the first in, one originally came my, out? June. Uh, like, my, June. It came out in June. Yeah. June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't be surprised if they just shot for. The, I mean, that gives right. them six months. Well, like five with uh, yeah. certification and everything. But yeah. um, cool. Yeah, that's one I'm looking forward to as well. Um, another little game that I'm looking forward to is Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, the new game from from Software. That looks right? good. And okay, so actually that was announced last Game Awards, um, and I remember how that teaser was. It was like five seconds long, and it just showed that like arm blade thing with like you yeah. know. That was a yeah, year ago? right. Didn't, wow. didn't we see yeah, more yeah, of it at yeah, E3? Yeah, yeah. so, but, okay, but yeah, like, yeah. and it, it didn't say, all it said was Shadows Die Twice, and we were just like, is that the name of it? Is it? And everybody thought it was Bloodborne 2, which of course it's not. And when we when we finally found out what it was, I was a little disappointed just because it wasn't Bloodborne 2, but after I set that aside, I'm like, okay, I'm totally on board for this. It's Bloodborne combat, basically, <laughs> but with a grappling hook in that sort of Japanese setting, whatever, and oh man, it looks so cool. Um... Yeah, it looks really good. I'm I'm excited. Is that on that's on Xbox and PlayStation? Yeah, right? or yeah. That, I think it's being published by Activision, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Let me get this. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. So which is very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Yeah. They uh published the Tenshu games before from You know, from and software. that's another that's something that people thought that was as well. They were like, Okay, if not Bloodborne, then it's yeah. probably Tenshu, which I love the Tenshu games as well. Um and that one will be out it looks like March twenty second, uh barring any delays, of course. Wow. So man. It also has a really cool looking collector's edition. Uh, we see a lot of like the two hundred dollar ones. This one's got a ninety dollar one, and it comes with a steel book case. It comes with a statue, a map for ninety bucks, an art book. Huh. Yeah, yeah, seven inch statue, steel book, collectible art book, <laughs> a physical map, digital soundtrack, and Man, a replica game for points. ninety bucks. I might have for to get that one. Ninety bucks, like that's what's that right here? Yeah, usually when you usually, <laughs> what's that? What's that right here? <laughs> I might Joseph's wallet. <laughs> slowly creeping out of his yeah, pocket yeah. is that money <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah i'm excited for that one man the first ha- the first quarter of next year is already stacked um okay uh chris what is your next most anticipated game of 2019 uh resident evil 2 yeah. is my That's next one really good yeah i've never played the original um I and either. i've had yeah. such amazing things about it i loved resident evil 7 and the direction they took with that game um and I think Capcom is set to make another fantastic Resident Evil 
uh, yeah um so that is one that like i was kind of confused about i was like is this gonna be first person like resident evil 7 or is this gonna be totally different like what are we getting here and it looks like yeah it's gonna be third person um but mm, with you know maybe a lot of the qualities carried over from resident evil 7 which i'm all for um yeah that one i i love me a good horror game and it the, oh, yeah. So I actually have played Resident Evil 2, and those games don't really hold up as well, right? Like, you know, the older PS1 games, and I feel like this is definitely one that uh, needs that extra coat of paint and that remake treatment, you know? I was hoping for, like, a, an RE1 remake, kind of. A remake, remake? remake? Because <laughs> we can't. already, yeah, we already got <laughs> Yeah, because I just yeah I just I tried to play uh, I I tried to play the remake of one and I need to set some time aside to do it but I know I could play that 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 seems accessible yeah. and not as dated you know um, but I couldn't do it for two so I'm excited about this because I really want to yeah. play it but yeah it just didn't age as well if you hadn't already played it and you can't bust out the rose colored exactly. glasses it yeah and I'm, I hope we get three as well because three is pretty good too Nemesis um, I remember as a kid that yeah. the cover of that game used to scare me so much because the nemesis. <laughs> I mean, too. Yeah. I remember being at Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. Like, Blockbuster. Yeah, I'd be standing there, you know, picking out a game. Oh, no, thank you on that one. Too scary. Walk yeah. past that one quick. Right. Yeah, I'm like, not getting that. Um, Josh, what's another game you're looking forward to next year? So, uh, I know I'm just doing one right now, but I just want to say my next two are going to be kind of like, yeah. what, really? But, yeah. <laughs> my, my next one I'm really excited for is uh, I'm really, really, really excited for the Medieval remake. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the first one on. Um, on a uh, uh, PS One, and just just to show how much I love that game, uh, I just got my Spotify unwrapped. Like you know, it goes over your stats oh, nice. for the year in Spotify, and on my top one hundred most streamed songs, two of them were from the orchestra soundtrack awesome. for that game. So yeah, I, I love that game. I love the music. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's that like Monty Python almost humor, but like with <laughs> horror mixed in, and it's just, it's so great. Um, I was so sad. Excuse me. I was so sad when uh, uh, Sean Layden was on the PlayStation uh, podcast, like, uh, I don't know, back in October, and they announced they were going to have an announcement for Medieval Remake. And I was like, oh, it's probably going to come uh, out on Halloween, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, because they did uh, say it was coming out in 2018 at yeah. PSX did they last say, year. I don't remember that. So huh. I was really, yeah. They did, yeah. They, all they said oh. was 2018, though. So I was just, I was really excited, and I was looking forward to all year, and I was thinking October is what was going to happen. But you know what? It's getting delayed. It's coming out next year. That's fine. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Um, and that trailer they dropped for it was just great. So yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. If they do some kind of collector's edition for it, I'll buy it. Like, And anybody who hasn't played that back in the day, it didn't age super duper well if you haven't played it already, kind of like you know Resident Evil 2. But definitely play this new one. You're, you're, you're probably going to enjoy it. It's a really fun very rare i mean it's horror rare you mean like the developer platformer rare. with yeah yeah. yeah yeah no no not not like the developer i mean like oh. uh, it's, it's a rare thing you oh i see, see what a you're horror... saying yeah. gotcha we don't see you just see a whimsical horror yeah. themed platformer you know and that's that's what this is so it's it's i've yeah, never played medieval so that's one that i will definitely be picking up and it's good to know that the that the original doesn't hold up as well so i can just jump right into the remake yeah like i mean it's it's fun but i mean you're talking one of the first 3d one of the earliest examples, I should say, of 3D platforming, and it was also the developer's first 3D yeah. game. So it doesn't have DualShock support. It's kind of stiff, but it's it's fun, and the DNA is great. So the remake is going to be fantastic. Do we have a release date no. for this? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I think no. it's just 2019. Okay, cool. But um, yeah. well, kind of keeping with the same horror comedy theme, um, one that I'm really looking forward to is Luigi's Mansion Three. 
Um, yes. that, like you, like you were saying about medieval is just such an interesting mashup of like that horror, but it's yeah. like, kind of funny and it's, you know, it's just not something you see very often. Um, yeah. and so I reviewed, um, Luigi's Mansion remake on 3DS this year and I'm, I, I read that. That was very kind of you. Um, and I was just sort of, you know, taken back, like, man, this game is, is still holds up beautifully right and like you know it came out on the gamecube yeah. and everything mm-hmm. and then uh, luigi's mansion 2 on 3ds i really liked a lot too i just yeah i Me too. i, I yeah. just love that it's in the mario universe so it's got all the wacky like weird stuff to it but it's weirdly like satisfying to go around and like collect all the ghosts and everything and i just love the music mm-hmm. and how luigi's always shaking the whole time because he's scared and it's just different you know and it's a great balance to your resident evils or your evil withins or you know it should be weird in a yeah. bad way, but it's not. You know, like it shouldn't have worked mm-hmm. so well, but it did. And have yeah, three. Yeah, and having that on Switch great. to be able to play on the big screen and on the go, I'm I'm so so excited for that. Um, and unfortunately, we don't have a yeah. release date for that one yet, but that's okay. Whenever it comes out, I will be waiting for it. I like slid up on the screen <laughs> and then that got announced. Like I was, I was so excited. Um, all right, so Chris, let's take it back to you. What is the last game you're really looking for? Well, not to say you only are looking forward to three games, but on your list today, what is one that your last one you're looking forward to? So I just made a last minute change. I just I realized this is coming out this year and uh, next year is Dreams. Oh yeah, I oh, think yeah. that's the, I'm excited the for Dreams reaction to that game. Oh yeah, because <laughs> like it's like <laughs> oh yeah, it's been in development for like six years. Sony's really good at that. They're really good at being like, you need more yeah. time? That's fine. Go for it. But with with Dreams, I'm just excited to make my own levels. It seems really intuitive. Um, way more intuitive than Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I'm just excited to delve into pe- other people's levels yeah. and games and, uh, yeah, maybe make my own Japanese RPG. Oh my god, that would be crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, and we actually yeah. touched on that, I think, last week or maybe the first show. Um about how the beta is coming hopefully they said in december we've only got yeah. about two or three weeks left oh, so who boy. knows what happens with that but <laughs> yeah i so i all right i'm with you i'm excited for dreams and i've actually i haven't played it but i've gotten to see it being played um at e3 and it looks awesome um you know the whole story mode for the game is made within the creation tools of the game itself so that's really cool i just hope that that studio is okay because After being in development for six years, you know, that can't be financially viable, right? And, like, I just don't know that that game (laughs) is going to sell well enough to bode well for that studio. And I, you know, I love Media Molecule. Uh, I just, you know, obviously I don't want to see anybody lose their job. I hope that game turns out okay. That's my only thought. All right. And, um, Josh, so what what was your last game that you wanted to touch on for 2019 that you're excited for? Uh, I mean, it's a lot smaller than, uh, you know, The Last of Us and Medieval, but I'm really excited for Crash Team Racing. Yeah. Uh, Nitro-fueled. I won't elaborate too much since I kind of talked about it earlier, but yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm going to buy it on PlayStation for sure, because that's where he was born, and then I'll probably grab an Xbox to play with my buds too. Yeah. But yeah, super pumped. <laughs> yeah, that might be one that I double dip on too, just for like the trophy support, like, you know. Yeah, and it's only 40 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's not expensive to double dip Exactly, either, so. yeah, but... Uh, yeah, that, that's one that is definitely going to be good on the go, like, you know, for Switch kind of thing. Where Oh, that's right. It's coming out on Switch, too. I almost yeah. forgot. Dang it. I'm going to triple Oh, dip. no. <laughs> You're getting all three? Oh, God. I might. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I wish I wish uh, Nintendo had, like, 
trophies, you know? Like, that way I would just... Yeah. I would just do yeah. that. Yeah. That'd be really fun. I wish they had a virtual console, too, yeah. though. But... but, yeah, Crash Team Racing, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> pumped for that, too. I think it's way better than Mario Kart. I know that's controversial to say. Um, and it's one that I just remember, like, getting really good at as a kid, and I just... I love that soundtrack, and I love how weird it is, and... Yeah, it's it's definitely time yeah. for that, and it and it has a really good sense of speed. While also, I feel like I'm in control the entire time, which I know we were talking another time about how um, 200 CC and Mario Kart. It's fast, it's fun, but I have no control and I do terrible. But like, I feel like in Crash Team Racing, I feel like I'm going really fast, and I also feel like I am still in control. So. Yeah, and so the it just feels really good. So the official name for that Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. So yeah, I guess it's yeah. a remake of the of the first one, um, or of the of the. Uh, the only one on original, yeah, on, yeah on PS1 and that one will be out June 21st of 2019 um unless it gets delayed or whatever but yeah that's one that is definitely it's time right so yeah that's that's a good one um and then for me it's sort of in the same vein of cartoony you know sort of weird games like that Pokemon 2019 is one that I'm looking forward to yeah, very excited. So for that. excited. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, or I mean, we don't know anything about it yet, but it's it's going to be great. Well, I mean, if it's if Let's Go is any indication of what this one's going to be like, I'm pretty excited for it. I love the integration that they have uh, between that and Pokemon Go, where it's optional, yeah, like we were yep. talking about earlier. You don't have to do it if you don't want, and it's just it just looks beautiful. I mean, like mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, like how did we play those 3DS games as long as we did? They're so just jagged and janky looking. They tried to do more than the hardware could do. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I, I think I think that they're probably gonna go um, all out with this one and have that pretty nice visual that they want to do, but without it looking all jagged. Right, and and I think you said this earlier how like you know the older Pokemon games like you know on Game Boy and stuff, those are probably gonna hold up a lot better than the 3DS ones are because of just you know the sprite based art is something that ages more or ages better than especially when it would zoom in when it would zoom in on like the characters like when they're talking you know like when they're talking and Mm -hmm. stuff in in um in um alpha sapphire and x and y and all those it just yeah it just it it, it really started to not look great yeah so exactly and like the art now for the the switch version it that seems like one that will probably age better because you know it's got that flat color the outline sort of deal and i feel like you know it's sort of like wind waker or whatever where like in 20 years it'll still look good it'll still look fine yeah Yeah, it'll still look fine yeah my dream pokemon game and i hope they go above our expectations for this game um i hope it'd be like nino kuni or um some sort of open world breath of the oh wild. Oh my goodness kind of gracious. Game. I know that's like Chris, ridiculous. Really yeah, they you. said and it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> that's not but gonna that's happen. my dream. I, I hope you. I hope Game Freak I, does it. You can make it I, I, you can make that in dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my so my uh, expectation or my uh, wish, I guess, is to take your idea, Chris, of yes, three D open world totally ex- you know, you can explore that kind of thing, but make it be like an MMO, like online. Yeah, oh I remember playing oh. some like crappy, like uh, unofficial Pokemon MMO, and it was actually enjoyable. Like it was fun. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like the Game Boy Advance style in games, but you know, like on a server with people, and it was it was fun. Right? Yeah. So yeah, that'd be great. I think it's probably going to be a while before we see something like that. But I think in our lifetimes, we will we will see an open world MMO online pokemon rpg with that beautiful art style God. like a destiny games the service pokemon <laughs> God, don't call it that which could be cool <laughs> but i was not but, a yeah. thing yeah but yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. 
So it's free, but you have to buy Pokeballs. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's real money. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's money on the table, Nintendo. Yeah. That's... Yeah. So dollar oh a ball. A dollar a ball. No, God, my wallet. <laughs> so yeah, those are um, some games we're looking forward to in 2019. There are a ton of other games though. Um, like we barely scratched the surface of of the games that you know that we're all excited for because 2019 is stacked, especially like the first couple months. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I expect at E3 we're gonna find out some more stuff that's coming out holiday, and then just through the year more stuff will trickle trickle out. So yeah, that's one. That, that 2019 is gonna be pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, um, we are going to move on here to, uh, games we've been playing lately and finish out the episode here. Um, so I feel like me, uh, or I feel like, uh, Chris and I are going to be gushing about Smash Bros. Uh, Josh <laughs> yes. has not picked it up yet because, uh, why? Why have you not picked up Smash yet, Josh? <laughs> I don't, I live like five minutes from away from GameStop so you don't and have I paid an ex- for it, so I should pay for it. it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta go get you it. You have no, no excuse. excuse. Yeah, it's just sitting there waiting for no you. No excuse. So, so maybe, maybe uh, Chris and I will will finish up with Smash Bros. So, Josh, maybe why don't you take it away with what you've been playing lately? Okay, I'm gonna be really, really, really quick on three of them. Um, I played the Devil May Cry Five demo, mm. and um, I never played Devil May Cry Five, or I never played Devil May Cry before. Yeah, I've always wanted to. It looked fun, and then I kept seeing ads nonstop for it on YouTube, and it was on Xbox. So I thought, you know, I'll download it and check it out. It was like 30 minutes long, 20 minutes long. Yeah. Maybe. It was basically yeah. like battle a couple of enemies, uh, check out some of the gameplay elements, and then battle a big demon boy with like a lava belly. I love, I love him boy. with that big <laughs> demon boy, yes. Yeah, and he had like a lava belly. Nice. And how did it control? <laughs> it looked, was it okay? Did it feel fluid? Uh, it, it felt really good, yeah. I mean, it definitely felt Capcom-y, where like it was like, it felt a little like stiff a little bit. I don't know. Huh. Did they, yeah, they made Devil May Cry 5. The camera felt kind of stiff, but... That might just be the stylized kind of action. Yeah, I, you know, I wonder if kind of I wonder if it's something that the, that's going to be fixed for later on. It's yeah, and it might not. Early. Maybe it might yeah. just feel stiff to me. Maybe like it actually feels good. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I've never played Devil May Cry though. But yeah, that was fun. Um, I've still been working my way through Spyro Reignited, but I haven't played it in a few days. I'm still on Ripto's Rage. I'm like two thirds through that. Um, and then I've been playing some PUBG. Love PUBG. Oh, oh did um, you see uh, the Game Awards? The new map, the snowy map. Have you been Have you been yep, playing that? Super excited. Is, or is that Is that out uh, yet? Or? No, I. It's out on PC. Oh, okay. It's not out on Xbox and PS4. Oh, gotcha, yet. gotcha, gotcha. Speaking of that, though, it is out on PS4 now, so you have no excuse. If you're a Sony person only, go get PUBG. It's fun. It's buggy, but it's, it's fun. buggy, but it's um, fun. Hey, but they don't. Yeah, they're it, out of early access now, aren't they? Yeah, it, I will say they've come a long way. Like it does play. So much better than it did at launch. Because I got it like a month after it came out as a Christmas gift. I just put it in my Christmas wish last year on Xbox. And man, um, I used to get kicked from matches. You'd rejoin it because the match is still in session. And then, oh, I died while I was on the Xbox dashboard. Oh, shit. There was a lot of that. Yeah. So I don't have that anymore. You know, the game runs a lot better. Yeah. Um, so the main three I've been playing, though, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, I... Where am I at? I I'm not very far. My wife's way farther than me, and I'm sure you're way farther too, Joseph. I am about to go to Sylph Company. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but I've been doing a lot of catch. This is one of the first Pokemon games um, where I enjoy catching Pokemon. I enjoy playing my Pokedex, and I think it's because of them getting away, getting rid of the random battles. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's never a time where a random battle is inconvenient because I know it's going to happen. Right. So I enjoy the random battles, quote unquote, more the the Pokemon battles more. Um, because it's, it's fun, and I'm actually enjoying... I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. I hope we see a lot of these elements in the next game, but hopefully not to the point where 
other people are like, I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah. You know, I want there to be a bounce. But yeah, I'm really in- I've never enjoyed filling up my Pokedex and catching Pokemon so much. And also, another thing I like that they do, um, you get more experience points from catching Pokemon, I think, than from battles, which I think is really cool. Yeah, especially if it's like your first Pokemon, like if you haven't caught it before. And, and you- yeah, so like level, I'm not really level grinding in a just battling wild Pokemon like you used to do. I'm catching Poke, which is great. Right. You know, it's filling fun. up that Pokedex. Um, and what else have you been playing? Uh, Dead Cells, I just started, and Red Dead Two, which I just started. I'm like an hour into uh, Red Dead. Yes. You've been playing yeah. Red Dead Two. <laughs> <laughs> so give me just brief impressions of Red Dead Two. Okay, so I, the last thing I just said is I brought I brought the deer back to camp. For us to eat oh so you're like thir- you're so, like yeah. 30 minutes in or maybe an hour in yeah yeah i'm not super far but i'm man the combat feels really good really so that's something that yeah. most really? people have been saying they don't like oh i like huh. the combat but i mean i like the combat in gta too huh. well let me back up i don't like gta i like gta 5 right. and i like yeah, the combat yeah. in gta 5 um yeah i, I um, i'm i don't hate or love the combat in it that's not like the draw for me but that's interesting that you say you really like the combat uh i don't think i've heard anybody say that you have to explain mister <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It just feels like the focus is the battle and not the individual shots. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of cinematic so, looking and everything. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it feels satisfying and it just, I know there's a lot of aim assist in Red Dead 2, but like, I feel like the reason they do that is because that's not the point. The point is you're fighting these bad guys. Like, it almost feels like the fights serve more purpose than the fight themselves. I think that's why it's fun. It feels satisfying to like, cool, we took out O'Driscoll and his... His, his, you know, his bad... I don't know, just, it's it's just, it's fun. Like, I, I feel like I'm actually there. I think it's the immersion. Right. You know? Um, and... Yeah, it's fun. I'm really liking it. Well, you'll it. have to report back maybe next week once you've put a little bit more time into it, because I love... Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep playing I love it. talking with people about that game. <laughs> um, and then quickly, uh, you're playing Dead Cells as well. How are you liking that? Um, I wanted to buy that when it was, in, like, when it first came out. I just justified holding off because my backlog. But then when it went on sale for the Game Awards... I think I paid like 16 bucks for it. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it and play it. Man, that game feels so <laughs> It's so, good. so crunchy like, and it, it just, controls. oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, the music's great. The, 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 the character himself is really cool. Um, I love the combat. I love the dodge. Yeah. I love how fast-paced it can be when you want it to be. Yeah, it, it's it's really fun. Um, let me put it this way. I booted up Dead Cells to check it out, and then I was I was anticipating putting it back and like getting more into it later. Same with Red Dead Two. I was going to check it out, finish some other stuff, come back to it. But those are definitely going to stay in my rotation until they're completed. Or I know you don't complete Dead Cells, but yeah. you know until I sink a too much time into it. Very cool. Yeah, it's one that I constantly go back to just because of how infinitely replayable. I'll probably buy it in Switch at some point too. Like I'm having that much fun with it. You know, I might want to play that at my lunch break. Yeah, or it's a, yeah, work, it's a very know? good game for quick quick sessions. Um, okay, so all right, Chris, are you ready to yep. smash? <laughs> I, I I'm ready to smash. All right, so yes. give me your give me your impressions of Smash. How are you liking it so far? What are you doing? Who who are you maining? Tell me all about Smash. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm suffering from a hangover of Super Smash Bros. <laughs> right now. I played so much of it yesterday. Like I, I all week, I was doing assignments, I was doing um, uh, studying, and so finally on t- Saturday, I just lost it and just played <laughs> Smash Brothers pretty much all day. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've been digging, collecting the spirits from the game from the adventure mode, World of Light, um, and I've been collecting the characters. Uh, 
over time and it's just been super fun to play there's so many stages to pick um with so much music to to choose yeah it's just so much content in this game it's it's, it's i think the most fan service i've ever seen in a video game ever yeah like the whole game is just fan service like you know that whole <laughs> thing of like sakurai never ask me for anything again you know um yeah. God. So, you know, i put it to you this way. I don't really like... I, well, I don't like fighting games at all. Like, I've never really gotten into one. And I, I never huh. really got into Smash either. Like, I've played every one of them briefly, and I'm just like, yeah, not for me. And this one is, like, addicting. Like, just unlocking the characters and stuff. And yes. you can finish the classic <laughs> mode in, like, 15 or 20 minutes or whatever. And it's just so fun to breeze through them and, like, you know, figure out which characters are for you and which ones aren't. And I've already seen my skill level like progress, which is kind of satisfying, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and I love how the the final bosses of each classic mode, um, well, they a lot of times they pertain to what the character is that you're playing. So like, like Link yeah, yeah, right. So like Link, yeah, this like gigantic Ganon with horns or whatever. Or I was playing as Yoshi in the final boss battle for that was the Rathalos from Monster Hunter, and I thought that was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard that the uh, the uh, single player is a lot more fun than it usually yeah, was. Yeah, and, you know, you can... Mm. I've never played a Smash Players game, I should oh, say. Oh, my that. goodness gracious, you've never played Smash Just be Smash my first before? one. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just... Who yeah, are who you? Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's really just... It's just, like, junk food, basically. Like, you just jump in, play a couple rounds, jump out. Like, it, you don't have to think too much. It's... I, it's... Yeah, it's a perfect game to have on Switch where you can just quickly play it real fast and not have to worry about grinding it's, or anything like that. It's a perfect game for friends with friends as yeah. well. Like, I actually got uh, some utilization yeah. out of my Switch online, which I don't normally do, and mm -hmm. it's just... Are the servers good, like, better um, now that we're paying for yes, it? Yes. Uh, no. well, <laughs> well, so the <laughs> issue is that uh, it, as long as you're playing within, like, the same region, it's fine from what I've seen. But okay. I was playing with somebody in another country, and that's where it got kind of messy. And right. I expect that's something that'll be fixed, hopefully. I, I don't know. So. But we're all pretty much, we're all in the States. So, like, I think if we all three played, it would be fine. I don't think it would, I don't think. We... Chris is Canadian. Oh. I'm not Canadian. But oh, I thought you I'm were. British, but I'm living in Canada. Oh, you're living, okay. Where <laughs> okay. in Canada are you? Uh, Western Oh, West. Uh, well, maybe that would be yeah. Maybe we'd run into some hiccups there. But yeah, we should all try it and see how it goes and report back. Uh, just because, yeah, yeah that, online is such a prevalent component to the Smash game. So, like, you know, I feel like it's important mm -hmm. to know, like, how you're going to do playing against other people in certain areas. I didn't know that about you. So, Chris, you're, you're, you grew up and you're from the UK? Yes, I'm from the UK. And I moved over to Canada when I was 15. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. I love Canada. Canada's great. Let's talk. Let's do a Canada podcast. Welcome, sometime. welcome to Canada Cast. Great, eh? <laughs> welcome to Canada Cast. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that that'd be fun. I I don't mean to gripe too much. I love Nintendo, but man, Microsoft figured out like Xbox Live, like a Halo Two. You yeah. know, like, yeah, that's fair. So like, they, there's just really no excuse. I I mean, I love Nintendo to pieces, but I really hope that they keep ironing out the right. online. Now, the, you know, the, making it better. Which it seems the like one thing that sort of just mm, squashes that whole argument is you're only paying twenty bucks. So it's like, uh, are, you get what you pay for, kind of thing. I guess, kinda. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. they. I'd rather just pay like more yeah. and have it be yeah. better. Like I don't mind paying for Xbox Live because it works great. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's fair enough. 
Um, so yeah, that's what we and, and just oh, just to add, to PlayStation PlayStation Network's great too. I just I don't play enough on both to you know justify, but yeah, PSN works good yeah. too. As long as there are no outages, like in 2011 or nine <laughs> or whatever. That yeah. Was. yeah. Um, Sorry to end on a sour. <laughs> so hopefully they just increase the price because I mean that I'd, I'd be fine yeah. with that. Um, yeah. So those are some games we've been playing. Um, okay. So we've got some interesting stuff coming up. We're going to be in the coming weeks. We're still ironing this out, but we're going to be talking about what we want from the PS5. Um, so that'll be interesting to talk about. And then we're going to definitely be doing a 2018 Game of the Year episode. So expect some Ooh, arguing and some, you know, crying yeah. and being at each other's throats about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll get all that ironed out and hopefully... Hopefully we can talk Chris into doing his cowboy voice the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and then you can win an award for, for that it. episode. I think Red Dead 2 should mm-hmm. win. I like how yeah. your, uh, Josh, your uh, cowboy vo- voice is worse than Chris's. Yeah. That's, yeah. Fan- that's fantastic. It shouldn't be. I have no excuse for that. Right. Yeah. So <coughs> that about wraps us up here. Um, Chris, where can people find you online? Well, you can find me on <laughs> Pinwheel Rights at Twitter. You could also read my stuff at bigolgames.com. It sounded like you said big old games. <laughs> big old games. Are yeah. you working on anything right now for big old games? <laughs> big old games that you can talk uh, about? Uh, I think I'm uh, reviewing a Desert Child. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's a new indie game coming out. Uh, I might have something on Guacamelee 2 oh, as well. Oh, man. But, That'll uh, be fun. <laughs> we'll see. Right. And Josh, where can people find you online? Well, you can find me not doing that accent because for some reason Chris can do it and I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just on Twitter at Mr. Josh Nichols. Um, and I usually just kind of talk about what I'm playing, my thoughts, etc. Um, I'm still not um, looking to like write for anywhere yet, but though I am considering at some yeah, point it's a lot of work checking you know. into Twinfinite. Oh, yeah. Because you guys look like you're good. Yeah, people. we are awesome people. Please do. Um, and finally, yeah, speaking of Twinfinite, you can find me uh, on Twinfinite. I'm constantly doing news and features and everything on there. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. So please do that. I saw you say something a few weeks ago where you were like, I did like 30 articles this month. And 32. Like, oh my 32 God. articles. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's the kind of thing where the more you do, the more exposure <laughs> you get, that kind of thing. So it, it bodes well. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's so much work. I don't think people realize even like a news article can take like a couple hours yeah, sometimes. With research you know, and like, stuff, so. So yeah, thank you everybody for joining us here for episode three. We'll be back next week uh, to talk about some more games. Um, So I appreciate you being here. Um, Any final thoughts, anybody? Holler if you're (laughs) naked. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) Yep.